Sans Pants Radio, Australia's happiest podcast network. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Why Am I Sad? I'm Joel. I'm Cass. I'm Ruby. And we're fine. Hello sunshine, hello blue skies, hello lovely day. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-da-da. How's everyone else? I'm mildly sick as well. Ah, I good. sound really hoarse. So yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm going to be coughing and every kind of moment. It's good. I am not unwell. Uh, let me cough in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, I was going to say. Come nah. Come <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been sick for? Oh, it's just like on and off. Um, on and off. Oh, like, a fun one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, am I better? Ha <laughs> ha. No. <laughs> yeah, I've got like, I think it's happened. Oh, it was less than a week now. But I think I'm over it because I've been taking medication. Ooh, <laughs> you got that fancy is... kind of sick. I just yeah. got sniffle sick. Uh, no, no, it's over-the-counter medication, like oh, the okay. day-night cold tablets. Why are you saying that like it's new for you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> generally, okay. I'm like, whatever, I'll tough it out. You don't have to. You don't yeah. have to. The, the Super o- bugs or something. I don't no, know. No, because that's okay. So the over the I don't think the <clears throat> over the counter stuff can get super bugs because it's just symptom masking. It's like, oh my gosh, your your nose won't r- stop running and you've got a headache. Yeah. Well, we'll give you some Look, Panadol it, it for was, the headache yeah. and we'll dry you up uh-huh, so yeah. you can function during the day. Look, it was a bit of an effort for my partner to get me to the chemist <laughs> to like just buy over the counter uh, drugs. And I, like a nasal spray, which, man, I can breathe. It's real good. Hey, did you know, fun fact, there is a limit of how much of that you can use? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's twice a day. Limit? Is it twice a day? Yeah. That doesn't sound like much. Yeah. If I definitely you, have abused that in the past. Oh, twice uh, a day is well, the limit. I'm assuming it's depending which one you yeah, use. Yeah, probably a different one. But there's also a daily limit on how long you can use it for, for like a week or whatever it is. Mm. Always check the packet. I knew someone once who used them for too long and then her body stopped being able to do it by itself. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> she got an addiction to nasal spray. That's really stressful. What? <laughs> yeah. She needed so- it to breathe. She didn't adhere to the label and used it for too long, so her body started relying on it. She's fine now. Did you have to wean herself off? I think How so. How does it work? I, Explain the human body to me, Cass, and all of its marvels. Um, look, it inspired a play I wrote in uni, which oh. was very well received. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh, it was. We had a little showcase and mine went I'm sure it was. It was, sure it was beautiful. I'm not, <laughs> just, I'm not taking anything away from the play. I'm, I'm laughing at the delivery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. I hope people say that about my child. <laughs> yeah, so, mm-hmm. look, I don't know the finer details because I think she told me and I laughed, which may or may not have been <laughs> nice. But, yeah, she basically used it for too long, so she was relying on it and then her body required the nasal spray to clear her passageways and I think she had to go to the doctor and they had to, like, wean her off of it and while she was weaning off of it, it was bad because she had a cold that she couldn't get any relief from. Wow. I just, I, I would love to have seen or heard about that conversation with the doctor to be like, okay, how long have you been using this for? Oh, no. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> okay, okay. There's also a daily limit on butter menthols. <clears throat> what? Yep. Um, that's 60. 60? Who's going through 60? Who's going it is it's excessive. Kind of like everyone's like, oh, like with coffee, like, oh, there's a limit of how much caffeine you can have. It'll kill you. It's like 600 cups. I'm like, I'm good. I'm in the clear. There's a limit of everything that'll kill you. I guess it depends. Like, it went, okay. 
When you have butter menthols, do you like <laughs> crunch them or do you suck them? I suck them. Yeah, I feel like you- I suck to crunch. Suck to crunch. Okay. Yeah. How, hang thing. on. What's the diameter or thick thinness of when you're crunching? Well, it gets real thin. Like how, how thin? Are we like talking? a five cent coin. That's when I like. I'm talking like, like a sliver, like a, like a sliver of almond. That's kind of how, th- okay. how thin I get to, yeah. to the crunch. Day. They're very similar, a, sil- a sliver of almond <coughs> and a five cent yeah. coin. Mm-hmm. I think that's really <coughs> yeah. picking it. Yes? I feel like if you were a cruncher, though, if you were just like munching down <laughs> in those bad boys, you could probably get through 60 a day. Mm. But I don't actually think this is the, the time in the day to suck on 60 to completion. Yeah, your mouth will hurt. Time. <laughs> True. I feel. If you're also going to stop for like... Meals and <laughs> maybe you no, don't. No, Just you don't need to. But butter menthols, butter and honey, baby. <laughs> I know there's a limit to like gum as well. <gasps> because you'll shit yourself. You will shit yourself. You'll shit yourself. And mind you, I think coffee's like that too. It's yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to have me having six cups and then uh-huh. shit yourself at work. Well, no, <laughs> you just have a, to have one. <laughs> there's a phenomenal meme on TikTok at the moment about shitting your pants. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just realized I don't know how much more I can say about this because that's the story. <laughs> Right. Uh, that someone has manipulated the lines of a song. So there's a usual song meme where someone would usually be like, ha wouldn't get the same with me. And then they've manipulated the singer's <clears> voice <throat> to make them say, I just shit my pants. Uh, and you don't know which, which version's coming. <laughs> <laughs> it brings me joy. I laugh a lot at them because it's always a surprise. Someone's like, haha, well, I'll grab a coffee, thanks. You're like, oh, well, I wonder what if the same this other person won't get. Oh, you just shit your pants? Comedy gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder if by the time this episode goes out, I will have made my TikTok. Maybe. Look Here's me hoping. Up. I hope you have. Look me up. If I'll anyone go- needs to make one, it is you. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've been rehearsing TikToks. Oh. And I just haven't real them yet. Ah, oh, you're beautiful. Oh, I love you <laughs> so much. It's good. <laughs> Um, on on the topic of shitting one's pants and yes. in that vicinity, no, this happened last week. Um, so you know, I mean, in, in a long term relationship, and you know, I think last week marred the point where you know the romance died, where I, uh, you know, farted in front of my girlfriend audibly. Um, <laughs> like, like I've been doing this for a while now. I've been having, I think, good control of the flatulence, where I'm just like, ah, yes, got away with it that time. Ah, yes. And this was like, I think I'm disappointed because like. It was just a nothing. It was like a plink. <laughs> it wasn't even like a It wasn't even something one. good, yeah. It's, it's not one that would be shortlisted for a sound effects like no. thing in a joke show. sometimes it goes like so extreme it's funny. Yeah, and that was what I was hoping for. But because um, like it's had to happen eventually. I was lying in bed and then like, you know, and she's like, did you just fart? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you did. And it was just like such a just a nothing. Because I remember once it was like um, I was having a shower and like let one rip. It scared it scared me. It was that loud and powerful. <laughs> and she was asleep in the next room. And like the the we share like it's like a, almost like an ensuite esque type thing. And I was like, surely that had to have everyone would have heard neighbors maybe. Um, no, she slept through it. And I was like, Nan, if if that was the moment, that one. But no, it was just this is. <laughs> So disappointed in myself. I still am. You look genuinely cut about this. Have you tried to make it up since? As in, have you tried to fart really loud no. in front of her? You should just like force them out. 
Just real, go for it. I don't know. I, I feel that's going too far. Although, no, I don't go know. Go for broke. Like, yeah, need to go, go health, hard health or, or leather. Or go home. Yeah, yeah, Dare yeah. her to leave. <laughs> Just eat nothing but lentils. and. Uh, it's a good it? test of how much your, no, how yeah, strong yeah. your relationship is. Oh, is how, how much can you push that exactly. until she's just upset with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll go get this, um, oh, what was it? It was like I think it was like mung bean pasta. It was or like something like that or black bean pasta. It was like linguine that was like black mm. and it was like made from like beans. Mm. Boy, does it make you gassy. <laughs> So I'll get some of that. Yes. <laughs> Just chow down uh, and then we'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah. Nah. Disappointing this week. That, that's so – You, I'm look, I've seen you disappointed before, but this is up there. <laughs> Genuinely. You look like you're like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you only have one opportunity. Like, it's like first impressions. You only <laughs> it, have it one – first yeah, impression. You only have, you know, one, you know, you have one, one chance to make a good first impression. You only have one chance to fart in front of your significant other for the first time. <laughs> And I blew it. <laughs> you literally blew it. I literally blew it. Wasn't even good. And I'm sad. <laughs> That's why you're sad this week. Yeah. I was disappointed, but now that in hindsight, maybe I am genuinely sad. This is like, could have been good. Oh, just the idea that you start like a genuine fight about it. <laughs> just being like, I know that was bad. She's like, what? You're fine. You're like, no, no don't lie to me. Don't lie. This was terrible. I know you can't love me as much anymore. It was make or break and I broke it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So I have to say one of the genuine like best moments of my life was the first time I heard my dog fart audibly. <laughs> I didn't even know that dogs could fart audibly. <laughs> they can. Oh, that's uh, the best news. And I had I live in a really tiny house. I had friends over from work for the first time and mm. we were having like a nice girls' night and we were like having wine and I like, mm. got some takeaway and my dog would not stop farting. But he's very affectionate, <laughs> so he was sitting on someone's lap oh, and no. just farting away. And she uh, was like, "I don't know what to do because this is really lovely, but I, I feel like I'm going to die." Oh just yeah, like gas the room. I was worried for actual like a respiratory health. <laughs> oh yeah, no. and then I was like, "What have I given my dog? What is happening?" And then they left, and then the audible fart started. Uh, and every time he audibly farted, he would stare at his butt, <laughs> sigh, and then stare at me like it was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> and we used to have um, corgis growing up, yeah, two corgis, and one of them, uh, she used to twirl on her butt. Like she used to like, you know how some dogs, they drag their eyes, oh, like, yeah. they scoot. This one used to twirl and like, it's just a circle, like stationary, oh. and drag herself like a circle. <laughs> and then, like, okay, I remember doing that once, but also audibly farting. <laughs> and it was just like a little machine gun and she twirled and got spooked by her own bottom. <laughs> they always get spooked <laughs> by their own farts. Uh, dogs are pure. <laughs> That's amazing because, okay, so dogs always getting scared by their own farts to me says that they're not really meant to (laughs) and we've fed them something bad or more likely they've gone and found something and eaten it and it's Mm. just made them a bit sick and that's a new experience for them. Yeah. So, oh, um, I was here, uh, Josh Earl, uh, he, he, uh, he told us this sort of story. You know, remember back in the day we used to go for a walk or whatever and there'd be like dried white dog shit everywhere? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently that was what we were feeding them. Oh. Uh, and like there was something in the dog food and now that just doesn't exist. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? Huh. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, I never really thought about this until he was like bringing it up. And then I was like, 
huh, yeah, nah, I haven't ever seen, like, white dry dog shit in, like, a park or whatever anymore. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, right? Is yeah. it because people pick it up more? Or? No, no, it's probably the chemicals we were feeding. It was, like, the chemical in the dog food that oh, everyone geez. was, like, feeding their dogs. And it was just, like, that was a thing that would happen. Oh, and God. so they, they've taken that out. Look, this could all be a lie that Josh Earl has then told everyone, but I'm just repeating this. <laughs> I am now Josh Earl's mouthpiece. So if this is bullshit and a lie, take it up with him. Take it up with the man who famously has a podcast about lying. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Why am I so stupid and gullible? My dog has um, this uncanny <clears throat> ability to find street carbohydrates. Oh. So... This has happened, this probably happens on a weekly basis where he'll dash into a bush and come out with like a ciabatta. <laughs> what? <roll. laughs> where are you oh living God. where people are like, I am done with this ciabatta roll into a bush? But it used to happen when I lived in the UK as well. And the first time it happened, my partner was walking him along like a cliff path. And he hopped the fence, as in my dog hopped the fence mm. across to the cliffs. Oh, my God. Um, and my boyfriend, like, shat himself. I was like, get back here, get back here. And then he hopped the fence back and ate a perfect formed egg and cress sandwich <laughs> that looks like freshly cut. And he was just standing there munching his egg and cress sandwich. But since then he's found <laughs> so many sandwiches and baguettes, ciabattas. Oh, my sometimes God. they're toasted, sometimes <laughs> they're not. One time he found a wrap. But it seems Ooh. to be diving into bushes and, like, behind bins and stuff and pulling out these beautiful, like, they look like they've just come out of a cafe <laughs> shop window. And the most recent one was he found a complete slice of pizza, but it was, like, a thin crust <clears throat> wood fire. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope he's ruining, like, people's picnics and lunches. It, it <laughs> must be, right? No, it's... Because he's, he's a big pup. So he's a big imagine, boy. Imagine you're having a lovely picnic lunch and this a dog, dog bigger lopes, than you sitting. lopes over there and you're like, hey, and just <laughs> stares at you. Like, I guess this sandwich is yours. <laughs> I don't know why people are throwing out all this fresh food and it looks perfectly healthy food. Mm. But he, like, he won't eat his dog food at home. Like I pour it out for him and he looks <clears> at me like... Why don't you love me? <laughs> this is not an artisan ciabatta. Ch- Where's my crest? <laughs> mother, I do not understand. Where is the baked good? <laughs> and every time he grabs one, I always try to grab it out of his mouth and he'll wolf it down so oh, yeah. quickly he almost chokes and he's just sitting and going... <laughs> oh, I, love, I always love <laughs> when a dog is eating something it knows it shouldn't. Because <laughs> they always have that same, like, they kind of like, yeah, they, they kind of chew and they kind of like... Re- reach the rear their head whole like their whole head back yeah like you're trying to wolf that like an anaconda trying to yeah. swallow something off yeah like if a, like, a, like a duck his jaw oh, yeah like just <laughs> life would get easier would yeah so it's like they're easier. throwing the food to the back of their throat using their front teeth <laughs> and I always love it my housemate has a wonderful story about her dog like she had friends <clears> over. <throat> And they just ordered McDonald's and then all of a sudden her dog's trotting around with a complete hamburger in its mouth. Yes, good, very good. She stole the whole thing. <laughs> a tiny dog, big bug. Fuck, dogs uh, are great thieves. Oh, oh, I, I love I love this food ingenuity. Ingenuity? Ingenuity? Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> The, the the beautiful like three step process of a dog who's stolen food. 
you see them with the food in their mouth doing the most proud trot <laughs> a dog can do. The freeze as they see you and the panicked rush away. (laughs) (laughs) And then just like. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) Oh, my God, you'll die. (laughs) Not if I kill myself eating it first. (laughs) (laughs) um, uh, Jack, his parents' dog, uh, Whiskey. So um, it got into the chocolate as all dogs are wants to do. Ah, uh, yeah. So when a dog eats chocolate, bad for dog, but also, like, it'll make them very hyperactive. Mm. And so I was just like, you know, run around the house, you know, like, going all, like, hyperactively, like, having the best time. And so um, Jack's mum may, it's like, like whatever Ipecac is, or, like, Ipecac for dogs, mm-hmm. making them throw up. So she force-fed the dog that. The dog's like, okay, cool, uh, more food, I guess. Ran around, ran around, ran around, ran around, and then just stopped. And you just kind of like looked off to the middle distance and was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, I don't feel, oh no. And then just like laid down, proceeded to projectile vomit everywhere. <laughs> and then just go lay down again, looking so sad. Oh, poor little oh, whisk. My, my dog has this thing where if it needs to vomit, he'll find somewhere soft to vomit on. Oh, um, good. And I think it's I think it's like it must Clever. feel like grass or yeah. something yeah. like that. But he'll go off our floorboards onto our you? carpet. Yeah, yeah, okay. well, yeah that's kind yeah. of. Our couch. Yeah. Good. Our bed. Yes. Oh, He's no. on our bed more than once. Oh, no. <laughs> and he'll be on the ground and he's like, Better get up on the bed. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, good. The, the hard floorboards. Easy to clean. Oh, no. I need something soft for my muzzle. <laughs> and soft and, and stainable. <laughs> yes, yes. Maybe something that if I can go somewhere and be very quiet, they might not even notice for a few hours. <laughs> Off I go. Maybe the smell Maybe will I'll... hit them first mm-hmm. as a special treat. See, as a dog, I like things that smell bad, yes. and this is a present. I'll dig behind the cushion, maybe behind this pillow, onto the bed. Look, if no, I I'm bury it, they it's Oof. gone. <laughs> Buried it into the doona. Yes, it'll be gone then. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're a delight. They are they're a delight. delight. Speaking of doing got a lovely uh, king-size weighted blanket. Ah, uh, yes. It is very heavy. So <laughs> Zamet already has a, a mm. sm- slightly smaller weighted blanket and then got the bigger one delivered. Yeah. So when it got here, we folded both of them into half and put them all onto Zamet, including his face. Zamet, how would you rate the experience mm. of about 20 kilos on you? Very good. <laughs> very comfort. Heavy, and safe. heavy, good, safe. Feel like hug. <laughs> heavy hug. Heavy. Make feel like baby again. <laughs> oh, it was very nice. And oh, I'm having the best sleeps. I love getting into bed now. Oh, I got new pillows as well. Ah, oh. life rules. You cannot oh. overstate how amazing a good sleep is. Mm-hmm. No. Like mm-hmm. a good comfort space to like get into at night, especially when it's yeah. cold. Mm. Mm. Oh, because like. I'm getting old man body, so, like, I feel the cold in my joints and my bones. Ooh, that's what. fun. Every time it's cold, it's another ache and a pain. And so I got that weird, like, shoulder pain, which is related to the neck pain because I got that weird scoliosis bullshit happening. I'm realizing because, like, when I'm, I'm a hot sleeper, so I'm always, like, arms akimbo and, like, sticking out this or whatever. I'm like, ah, it's so hot. But with, like, a weighted blanket because it's heavy and doesn't whatever, I just, like, wrap it up to my shoulder. It stays there, and it's so nice and warm, and my shoulder doesn't hurt as much. But I still have my leg out to keep that heat regulation going. 
But I've realized, yeah, it's just like a little extra warmth in the morning makes my shoulder not like be painful as much, which is really, really useful. You should get a, like not being in pain. You should get an electric blanket. No, I get too hot. No, but okay. So <laughs> with electric blankets, um, <clears throat> you have them on like one side each, right? Mm-hmm. Turn it the other way. So it's only up the top. Uh, then your shoulder won't be cold and you can still have your heat regulation for your bottom leg. Uh, See, what I do is I have my electric blanket on the correct way but then rotate my body so my legs are on the cold side and I sleep on my bed sideways because I have a king Hells yeah, because babe. I deserve it. You do. <laughs> <laughs> I too have a king but I am sharing it with someone who likes to just crawl on me in the middle of the night, so I have no space. Ah, yes. Uh, I'm a very big fan of that method myself. <laughs> I have been told I am not fun to share a bed with. <laughs> Multiple uh, times I have woken up, thought the other person must have left, but I just pushed them out and they had to get out and go around. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good diagonal sleep. Oh, yeah, it's like, the best. I, I'm sure it's terrible to share a bed with me, but that's kind of the only way I can sleep. I Like I curl up so I'm in small. I'm a small person mm. in bed, but... On a diagonal, so I still take up maximum amount. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good. That's how you should. Um, so we have a friend, um, him and his partner, they sleep in separate beds in separate rooms. What are our thoughts? Oh, ah. ultimate. Oh, look, okay, as someone – no, I wouldn't like that. <laughs> because yes, the good, good wait, no. As, as someone who will just keep touching and <laughs> crawling to you, no. <laughs> you think you can get away with me? Oh, it's another bed. I will come in. Are you serious? Shut up. No, shut up. Put your leg out. I need to put a leg in between my leg. Yeah, no. Yes, yes, good. Leg <laughs> yes. in between leg is leg good. Leg in between leg. It's yeah. the only way to sleep. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel like there's two kinds of people. There's people who like affection and like comfort and warmth when they sleep and there's people who don't. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of relationships, but I feel like the people who don't are maybe in the minority. I think most people are relationships where you both like a, a bit of affection or one person does and one person doesn't, but you make it work. But I feel like if you're both like, you know what, just like my own space, it would probably be better. It, like Conceptually, like, for me, I as I said, not for me, but yeah. the concept of that, mm. knowing that that's what makes them happy, it honestly makes my mind feel calm. Like I feel at peace. It's like, oh, my God, if that's what you wanted, what a joy. Oh, yeah. Just every night to be like, good night. Oh, <laughs> I feel like one of them's a really bad snorer as well. Like, yeah. like I can't say, so like, my partner doesn't snore and I can't imagine being with someone who was like, they're just a constant snorer. Mm. Some people are so like my grandmother, my like four foot seven grandmother used to snore so loudly that when she came to stay at our house that was split over three levels, if she stayed in the bottom floor, you could hear it at the top That's impressive. with all the doors closed. Some lungs she, in that woman. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. Like it just <laughs> defied all physics. That's beautiful. Um, and I, I imagine that if you had like a snorer like that, I would be like, I love you. But not enough to share with you. I love sleep more. <laughs> you got to prioritize at that point. Yeah, exactly. Because mm. like, if one of you's having a terrible night's sleep, like, that's not fair. No. Mm. Mm. No. Well, apparently, like, um, there's like a lot of you know, humanity as a whole is sleep deprived to begin with. But apparently, yeah, like it's a big thing with uh, couples who have different sleeping uh, patterns or sleeping arrangements or what, like, sleeping habits. And yeah. so, like, if you're having a partner that you know is very opposite to you, it is can cause you to have uh, worse sleep. 
be more cranky, causing more fights. Oh, so it's, it's, it just so, sets know. a timer. Yeah. <laughs> sets a timer. Yeah. I feel like if you're working shift work as well, if one, oh, yeah. one of you is like a, a nurse or a doctor and you're working like evening work and you don't want to be like coming home and not mm. being able to access your bedroom because there's somebody asleep in it. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, it would feel bad. Yeah. Yeah, no. There are so many situations in yeah. which separate bedrooms would be nice because exactly. you can still go in, into their yeah. bedroom. Like mm. you've been married for 30, 40 years and you just hate the side of your significant other, so you just want to have separate beds. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I have an excess. I guess we had different upbringings, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I also, my room, I've... I feel like every time I do up my room, it's always like a bit nicer, but it's always more fanciful. And mm. I guess it's a super feminine room. I'm like, oh, I don't want to compromise. I like, I did up um, like a little walnut dressing table and I gave all the knobs gold. The knobs are all golden bees now. And it's like a trifold mirror and it's got jewelry on it and it's fun. No, as mine. <laughs> I want to live where that is. That sounds amazing. It's so nice. Yeah. I'm very sounds, proud of it. I, I have to say that I think that if you have like a full room of like furniture and belongings and, mm. you know, clothes and stuff you really like and then you meet someone who has the same and, you know, mm. eventually you move in together, how do you compromise on all your your stuff? Like I didn't have to do it because when I first moved in with my partner, I had moved overseas so I only had a suitcase worth mm. of stuff with me. Um, and then everywhere we went, because um, in the UK all rental places have like furniture included. <coughs> That's so crazy. We, yeah, like it's just a standard. It's really odd not to have like a furnished place. So we didn't have to bring stuff with us wherever we went. That's really cool. But I imagine that would be really difficult. Just clothes alone in like the tiny house that I'm mm. in. I had to recently, which was very emotional and I was very proud of myself for doing it, I threw away five Garbage bags full of clothes. That's impressive. Very well done. Yeah. So I don't know. Wasn't enough. I need another, <laughs> another three, I think, to fit it into my tiny space. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. I've always lived like a very, uh, maybe not always, but more recently, like in say, you know, 10 years, like more of a minimalist kind of lifestyle. I, I like, you know, getting rid of a lot of stuff. I mm-hmm. like being like, I have too many things. I need to get rid of them and kind of going through a lot of stuff I used to have and being like, ah, I do not need this. I do not need this. This is just taking up space. It needs to go. So I don't know. For me, I'm very much like that kind of person. And I guess my part is a bit of the opposite. So I guess it kind of works that way because I need space. I'm like, have the space. I do not care. (laughs) It feels really powerful to get rid of stuff. Every, I feel like at the moment, every week or two, I'll just look around my room and be like, no, too much, too much, too much, and just pick a drawer and just start going through it and getting rid of Mm. stuff, Mm. which is so good. I looked around recently. I bought brand new bed sheets, which I think I mentioned before, like ones like uh, the quilt cover has a velvet side and it's like a tealy green, and then the sheets are cheetahs going through a a forest. Um, Pretty. But it's flannelette, so I bought them for winter. Too hot. But lovely good yeah, feel. Lovely good feel. Uh, turn hot blanket on, get in, mm, get into hot cloud. Very nice. Mm. But yeah, because flannelette sheets and velvet sheets are really, really thick, I now have a massive stack of sheets that don't have anywhere for. So I've just been every few days like, nah, clear out this. Okay, couldn't get rid of that much. Okay, clear out this. Okay, need to get rid of more. And I'm just, oh my God, it feels good. And I'm tempted to get rid of, like, I, I do. Like, see my clothes. I'm like, oh, no, I like that. I like that. Maybe I'll wear that in summer. Maybe I'll do this. Or, like, you know, oh, you don't wear that because you 
want to be sun smart so make sure you wear sunscreen next time and do that and I'm like what if I just got rid of everything I didn't wear and I had like four things mm-hmm. that's tempting so it's I think tempting. I think my plan is to get a really big bag put in everything that I'm like you don't wear it let someone else wear it and then just leave for like a month and if I haven't gone back into the bag mm. then the bag goes this is what I did when I got rid of all my clothes I filled up all the bags and then I just left them in the house for like two, three weeks. And I was like, if I don't open the bags and I don't go back through them, then I will donate them all. And there wasn't a single like moment in that three weeks where I was like, hey, I need to get that thing out of that bag. I couldn't even remember what I'd put in the bag. Like mm. that's how like mm. little I wore these things. And I still don't have room in my wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's like there's other techniques like you can have like if you if you're hanging stuff you sort of hang the ones you like all a certain way oh, and yeah, then after flip the hangers, yeah and then yeah. like after a while you're like oh I have not used these in like a year or same thing like tying a ribbon around stuff as well yeah. you can be like ah oh, yes I haven't used these in a while yeah. but, but yes we can't, we have too much stuff damn consumerism yeah yeah I did I did recently though like I did get rid of a whole heap of stuff and then realized that. I threw out some things that I shouldn't have. <laughs> I went a bit too hard, nah. which is fine. I uh, did, double down. Yeah, but then I went back to the op shop that I gave everything to and it had sold and I was like, well, that's what I get for having flawless taste. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then one of the articles I wrote for the newsletter recently mm-hmm. um, was talking about clothes and then that was like because I wrote so much about clothes, I got really inspired to wear all my clothes again and so I started wearing things that I haven't worn in years. And I was like, oh, these are good. And I'm like, mm, see, you, you actually do wear mm. things. I think I mentioned before, my mum was helping me move house and so many boxes. I have, I think, 150 kilos. No. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. 260? Jesus. No, it was 130 pounds. I don't know what that means. No. That's that's a magic made-up number. A pound is less than a kilo. It is. So I have have about 100 kilos worth of clothes, but I think I've overstacked the things. Anyway, put brought them 100 kilos worth of just clothes. Yes. Holy fuck. That's heavy. It's heavy. (laughs) Um, um, Yeah, when I was moving house, mum was helping me put all my clothes away, and it's just embarrassing being like, fuck, i got to get rid of all this stuff. And mum was loading them in. She's like, you have so many clothes, but I've you I've seen you wear all of them. It's not, it's not like yeah. there are some where you're like, oh, God, you don't wear this. She's like, I, th- yes. <laughs> I'm like, I know. I like it. Like most people have maybe like a week, you know, like a, a week cycle. And so it's like, you know, I wear this Monday. And then, but you have almost like a month cycle. Yeah. Well, I wear, I wear, um, I got the there's black milk leggings that I wear heaps because they're fleece lined and I mm-hmm. am a chilly bitch. Mm-hmm. And um, at the moment, I went to a show the other week and I'm wearing the band shirt because mm-hmm. it makes me happy and I won't take it off. Yeah, good. I think it's different as well because you uh, wear casual clothes to your job. Yes, I think that if and this is what like I've been doing loads of interviews for like graduate jobs, and I know that as soon as I get one, I'm going to have to get rid of ninety percent of my clothes yeah. because from like Monday to Friday, I'll be wearing office clothes, so I only really <clears throat> need 
five to ten outfits mm. and so three shirts and four pants or something like that. And that's yeah. it. And that will be what I'll be wearing for the next like six years. Yeah. Um, and I won't need all my casual clothes, so I'll have to get rid of stuff. But it's good to have like less stuff because you never know when you're gonna accidentally accidentally like you accidentally move there. Accidentally move to a really small house. <laughs> ah, time to move house. Oh no, it's small. Oh, again. <laughs> Why does this keep happening? <laughs> but uh yeah, that's what happened to me because I had a whole wardrobe to myself mm. and it was like a double wardrobe. Mm. And I was like, Oh, I have so few clothes and now I share a single wardrobe with my partner. Uh. <laughs> And we love our house and we love where we live and we're probably not going to move for a while and it's convenient, our location and Mm. stuff, but it means sacrificing Mm. my nice dresses and jackets and things like that. It's probably good though. I don't think I'll ever move anywhere smaller because I don't think it'll be feasible. I don't think they make houses smaller (laughs) than Uh, the one I'm in. Have you heard about this half-bedroom apartment? (laughs) Yeah, the only thing worse would be a studio. (laughs) As you can see, you can sleep and fry an egg from the same room. Oh, Oh. <laughs> oh, imagine going to bed and smelling egg. Mm. I uh, One of my, my favourite, like, pastimes when I lived in London was there was, like, these websites that would just list, like, the shittest listings and it would be places where they'd converted essentially, like, <coughs> someone's shed into, like, a studio apartment. Yes. And you could, like, sit on the edge of your bed yes. and cook. Yes. And the, the toilet would, oh, like, be behind, like, a curtain. So and it's just, like, all one room. And yes. Like, Jeez. 700 pounds a month. Oh, oh my God. Yes, that's so good. <laughs> it always makes uh, me feel better, a bit of, like, schadenfreude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God, we're just terrible. Oh, no, that's fantastic. I love the idea. It was like, yes, we don't need comforts. <laughs> Literally shit where you eat. <laughs> oh, no. you could, there was one I saw where you could, um, from the toilet, I mean, if you had long enough arms, you could touch the kitchen. <laughs> well, like, hey, you know, convenient though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, mm. <laughs> you could cook on the stove while taking your shit. yeah. No. A bit of a stir fry while you're sitting down. Ah, lovely. The time you would say. No. Think, of, think of the time. Oh my think god. Think of all that time. No, I'm bougie. Don't think about the hygiene. Think of the no, time. I'm bougie now. I'm I'm a rich person. I don't do that anymore. This, <laughs> you don't this, shit where you eat. <laughs> no, I can't do it. I've learnt too much about the mm. world of not having money and I've decided I'm not gonna do it anymore. <laughs> I'm rich now. Who was it we were talking to where... Uh, they were going to put a toilet in the kitchen. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I, I was not. No, I had a friend who's... Um, they had a kitchen and um, their kitchen had a staircase sort of next to it that led upstairs. Mm-hmm. So the current setup is kitchen and then the under the stairs mm. space is the pantry. Makes sense. They were thinking of converting the under stairs space to a toilet. Bad. And my friend was like, what do you think of that? And I was like, well, I think that's bad. Um, yes. Like how, as in, is it like you have to step away from the kitchen slightly to get to the pantry or is that, that like right in the kitchen? It's not right in the kitchen. So if you're imagining sort of a, a square of where the kitchen is, yeah. yes. so you've got the three walls mm-hmm. and then you've got an island bench coming out and then it's like an open plan so it leads to the lounge room. So the pantry is about a side step away from the island bench. Okay, cool. It's not, it's not quite in the dining room. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say a hard pass on, oh, on toilet stairs. Very hard pass on toilet stairs. I was like, so 
okay, we've got some obvious concerns here. Shitting where you eat. And yes. she was like, yeah, well, I, I said that to my mom. And she was like, well, no one will use the toilet for that. I'm like, well, you don't really get to say that to anyone. <laughs> That's not a choice you get to make on someone's um, behalf. How many other bathrooms do they have and how accessible are they? Because, like, that's also something I would consider. They had one downstairs uh-huh. and one upstairs. Uh-huh. 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 It just seems you, yeah, you No, they already need, had two. You don't need a third in the kitchen. Well, you know what? I just, I just couldn't say I disagree with you there. <laughs> I was very against toilet bathroom. Would, um, as happy as I would have been to have seen it in action. Oh, yes. And to just... Oh, yeah. Revel in that hell. Uh-huh. And not live there, I agree. Um, next question. Uh, would would the uh, toilet uh, kitchen, would it, would it have still acted as a pantry? Because <laughs> no, where else know. are you putting your spices? I don't know where they were going to put the pantry. There, there doesn't seem to be a contingency plan for food storage. <laughs> There's only post-food storage. I just love the – it's like a terrible uh, restaurant if you've ever been to their, like – use the staff bathroom or whatever, <laughs> and they've just got loads and loads of boxes. Yeah. And, like, oh it's God. just kind of like we have a giant storage room and there's the toilet at the end of there. But this is like, it's that but our home. But shit next to Oregano, that's got to be good. Oh, I would be worried that as a guest, because I have this real hang-up of I don't like going to use other people's bathrooms <clears> and I feel like they can hear me peeing. Mm-hmm. Fair, no, yeah. that's – look, I know – I understand that fear. I know logically – Stupid, mm-hmm. but yeah, I got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people do like mm-hmm. pee shyness. Mm-hmm. And imagine going to someone's house and uh, for like a dinner party, and they're in the kitchen cooking, and you're like, "Sorry, I'm just going to duck into a pantry to have a whiz." <laughs> like, <laughs> hopefully they keep it like because you know how you can have like the hidden pantry doors and all that. <laughs> oh, so it just like, like comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it looks like all the cabinets, so it just looks like part of the whole thing. Oh, God. My favourite are the ones yeah. that slide out. Oh, oh, so imagine yeah. if it was like a slide-out toilet. Oh, so you just sit fan. in the open. Like yeah. a telescopic like uh, plumbing system. Yeah. Oh, big fan. But like, <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys go to – when you're at other people's houses, do you sometimes like just open up the fridge and see what's there and like check people's pantries? as a bit of like, you know, food voyeurism. Or is it just me? I look if, – if someone else is opening the fridge, I'll look in there. I look in this fridge a lot. I mm-hmm. look in this fridge a lot. There's no extra to that. Oh, I look I'll in this fridge a lot. I'll if, if it's being opened. Like yeah. I'll, I'll oh, rub, like if you're at like a house party. I'll rub a neck, but yeah. um, <laughs> I don't just go inside opening <laughs> cupboards. <laughs> like if you're at a house party, potentially have a good friend in this current room and, you know, everyone's around, but like you're in the kitchen and you're curious. You open up the fridge, you know, just saying it's something fun to do. Anyway, I, I'm that kind of person. Um, and so it's always fun to do that. But imagine that person's house, and you're like, oh, yeah, opening their fridge, and you're like, okay, that's kind of cool. And then I've got the pantry. Oh. Oh. Huh. Next to, like, a basket of potatoes. Huh. Huh. That's a choice. I actually had someone perv on my fridge today, I've just realised. I had a friend over, and I was, like, in the fridge, and they they saw But your party was months ago. It can't have been me. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. They're really tall, and they were looking at the fridge, and I was like, oh, my God, you can see on top of the fridge. They're like, yeah, I'm just looking at that puzzle. And I was like, that's where the puzzle went. (laughs) I couldn't see it. Um, yeah, but they looked in my fridge and they found the um the uh, a can of peach flavored soda water that I bought because it has a Jigglypuff on it, and I got really embarrassed. They're like, "Oh, Jigglypuff!" and I was like, oh, "Yes." I could have pretended it wasn't mine, but I think it was too obvious by that stage. Just like, eh. 
<laughs> I bought that on a week where I think I had three dollars in my bank account, and that was a dollar ninety nine. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I need this I because need this I bought it. House. Because I think in my mind, I'm like, yes, I bought it for special. I just haven't opened it yet. It's just been chilling in there for weeks. Go home and open it. You deserve it. I do deserve. I deserve a good Jigglypuff peach soda. And on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Cass. I've been Ruby. And we're still fine. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you do need help. Go get it. We're not qualified in any way, shape, or form. But if you want to help support us, just head to uh, sanspantsplus.com and give what you can and help support this happy little show. And if you want to stay in contact with us out of uh, the podcast realm, you can hit me up on Twitter. I'm at GoddammitZamit. I'm at the G Dimmer. I'm at Rubbly Plank. And I'm at Cass Cass Page. Thank you so much for finally changing, Cass. Yes, one of my many marvellous decisions. Mm. <laughs>